Yes. Okay. I need to literally stop this. Poor Amira is just going to hear me saying all this as I try and stop this. Oh no. What? Welcome to your college aunts. I'm Layla. And I'm Daphne. And we are your college aunts. Welcome back to Your College Aunts. I'm Layla and I'm continuing to be your host this term. This is the first episode of Lent 2021 and we are joined by the lovely Gleb. Gleb, how are you doing? Uh, well, a uh, week's been all right. You know, not too eventful because obviously stuck at home, but department have been keeping me busy as well, including, I mean, uh, I would say with supervision work, it's... Uh, about currently the same as last term, even though we have more lectures. But the problem is the online labs. The two I had this week were absolutely awful because they just basically gave us some data and just like analyze this. But they need something to tick the box that we are still doing labs. Other ones are simulations that they're providing us with, so those should be a little bit better, a little bit. Now, um, Gleb actually proposed the theme for these first two weeks, um, which is new term, new me, kind of playing on the idea that. Yes, it's a new term, but it's also a new year. So, um, questions-wise, let's dive in. Um, we had a question, I'm not going to read it exactly, but it basically was asking how to maintain a good work-life balance when all it legally seems like you can do is work. and Which is actually quite funny, because I was literally talking to one of my really close friends about this. Um, and I, I don't think it's easy. And I think that's where a lot of the problems coming from. And people start to feel guilty because they're thinking, all I can do is work. So why am I not just doing work? Um, or like, they wonder why they're not as motivated. Or they question why, when everything's been taken away from them, they're not as productive as they would assume they would be. And I don't know about you, Gleb, but my first kind of instinct to instinctive response to that is to literally remind people that like, putting hours in it's not the hours you put into something and that's not really how productivity works either and that in a normal term you'd be moving around from place to place you'd maybe walk to your lecture come back to your room go eat lunch blah 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 all these things were kind of split apart your brain had that transition time it also was getting a bit of you know blood flow because you actually had to move and go places and you'd have a bit of social interaction to kind of clear your brain so then when you did sit down and do work you were really doing your work and that's so important all those things actually help your productivity and I think that's something you kind of forget but yeah I don't know what do you think I think, yeah, the first uh, kind of aspect of it is when you think, oh yeah, I'm at home, so I'm kind of expected to work all day. Well, if you think about this, you will have approximately the same workload as you had last term, maybe a little difference. I mean, like, I know medics this term have a lot of work, but at the same time, when you're in Cambridge, you're not working the full day every day. You know, you've got, you need to go somewhere. Occasionally, you just take a few hours at lunch to, like, go to town with your friends or something, I'm at Homerton, so it's even a bigger deal for me. <laughs> you can, I can't just snip into town, it's a whole, like, uh, two-hour round trip, because you don't just go into the centre for not, no, for a chill there, because it's effort. 
but kind of like that that's what I kind of mean and sometimes I find when also you have something nice in your day to look forward to I mean yes now you can't be looking forward to maybe as much to hang with your friends but maybe it's something you know you're looking forward to that one episode of Netflix uh, you want to watch tonight or something like or something like that or like you know something nice like one of your hobbies that you want to do in the evening or even during the day it's kind of like just remember that you can kind of go into that and look forward to that and maybe just say okay for example today my work well it's i can feel it it's not moving anywhere like at this point i i say just cut your losses go do something you enjoy maybe come back later you so much because i think that's actually something i used to struggle with because with a lot of things i don't think i've mentioned this on the podcast but i have adhd right but i'm only recently diagnosed actually so my whole life i was always just trying to like conform to like certain things and was always wondering like why I couldn't do things in the exact same way as other people and it was just like Layla your brain's a bit different (laughs) but one thing that's really liberating is when you just start accepting just how you are and trying not to problematize it and just being like no like I can work with what I have and I think at Cambridge we, we all like to share when we're stressed and we'll be like, oh, I'm dying this workload. But one thing that we don't really share is that I think we all feel quite similar pressures when it comes to feeling like we should do a certain amount of work or feeling that we should do our work a certain way. And those are things we don't really properly talk about. And I think you just kind of need to back yourself a bit more. That's something I've found anyway. That, also, that kind of thinking is when you start to do things that are really like detrimental, like sacrificing your sleep or like not letting yourself relax and actually it's just it's like the whole delayed reward thing it's like if you just accept and that maybe for example today for me I just accepted today wasn't going very well and that was okay and that I probably just needed to like chill out a bit and that tomorrow because I chilled out I'd probably do my work a lot faster and better and also in the grand scheme of things worse things are gonna happen like there are worse things to life and I feel like the pandemic should show that than you not completing your super work like that does not have some kind of fundamental like existential consequence I feel like sometimes that's the kind of thing we as Cambridge students have to step back from and be like wait yes we might get a bit of um not shade I was gonna say shade from supervisors I feel like Yes, our supervisors might be a bit mean to us. Mine have personally never been, but I feel like there's perhaps a different attitude um, in STEM at times with certain work. And supervisors aren't necessarily the most understanding at all times. But that's kind of when you just have to back yourself and be like, hey, you you know you better than anyone else, right? You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, not quite on the same topic about work-life balance, but kind of there more on a slightly social kind is. For example, I like to study around other people. Like, for example, I love libraries uh, or, for example, for most of last term because the college library is a bit depressing and the department library is closed. We were working in the college, well, we call it the butchery. It's like kind of like the coffee place. Every college calls it their own thing, it seems to be. But it's like me and my my friend from my household, it's like we, we spent most of our last term just there. So what we are doing this term is we just set up a Zoom call and we literally just sit on the Zoom call while doing work. And it seems like it won't seem the same, but kind of, yeah, well, obviously it is not the same, but it's kind of nicer because, first of all, you can occasionally get a distraction because, like, once in a while one of you will comment on something or something like that. Or if you are working with your course f- friends, uh, for example, I did it with some engineers a couple of times, it's great because you can ask a question, but... And somebody knows the answer. For us, it's quite good because 
I mean, our supervisors are expected to discuss questions between ourselves anyway, so, yeah. People forget that, is that what's happened with, like, our social interactions being reduced is that you're probably only... If you're reaching out, you're probably only reaching out to your really close friends. But there is value in the interactions you have with people who you're not necessarily like best friends with or even people who you don't know that well. All those things kind of keep you sane. And actually, I feel like that's why a lot of us start to feel alone. It's because like you'd probably walk through your college, say hi to a bunch of people. You're not necessarily best friends with those people. You don't necessarily know the most about them. But it's just kind of, you know, having those conversations and seeing other people your world feels a bit bigger you know which i feel like our world has been kind of shrunk shrunken that's how i'd put it yeah for example i slightly miss talking to humanities students because most of my friends just it just so happens that they're in stem uh, wow you're talking to me though glab you're so lucky <laughs> see Oh my god, if you come on the podcast, <laughs> you can talk to me. <laughs> if you're lonely, apply to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god, imagine that was our tagline, just like, actually, we're all a bit lonely at the moment. I'm lonely, I want new friends, come join me. <laughs> Wait, so kind of to summarise then, what we were basically saying is just a bit of routine, a bit of just making time for stuff you actually like, and just not becoming a work. Yeah, we would just like have a work life balance. Wow, is there anything more useful I could add though? I think you've just Yeah. It's a process. A hundred percent. And just like be patient with yourself. Know it's a process. No, you're not gonna get it overnight. And just be kind to yourself. Like there's no point being mean to yourself. It's not productive in any sense. Not that I th even think productivity is how we should measure anything. But if you want to measure things in terms of productivity, being mean to yourself gets you nowhere. And like, yeah, just having the work-life balance is also maybe just reminding yourself of things that you like that aren't your work. Take See it positively. Like me, again, I'm talking too much about myself, but I ordered myself a small keyboard because um, I have really gotten out of something I used to do a lot, which was like songwriting. So I was like, yeah. Now I have time, so if I'm not wanting to do my work, I can do that. Just Or for my best friend, who actually lives next door, um, she's quite into, like, she used to be quite into knitting. She had a knitting phase. So we were talking about this, and she was like, yeah, maybe I'll start crocheting. Maybe that's what I'm going to do now. Just kind of go crazy. No one's watching you. <laughs> no one's going to judge you. <laughs> Just don't shame yourself. Express yourself. Be like... <laughs> it just makes me think of like drama class I did, as a, I did as a child when you were just kind of forced to embarrass yourself and then you just as a consequence would learn embarrassment was okay because you were all just doing these really embarrassing things and it's kind of like be free like see this more positively be like wait what have I been wanting to do for a while that I wouldn't do or what 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 was I judging myself about liking um yeah I really didn't want to watch that show because I felt like I shouldn't but actually Maybe I should. Who's gonna know? No one. Just do it. And I feel like that's... <laughs> that's all. Abs em embrace it. Like, if this has taught you anything, this whole thing, it's just like... I don't want to get existential and be like, everything's meaningless. No, I'm not edgy like that. But if it's taught you anything, it's kind of just like... Really just do what you want to do at this point. You know, because... Why would you do anything else? Don't try for other people, like... Do whatever. Wow, I'm so inspirational. <laughs>
yes, these are far from ideal times, etc. You know, I could go on exp- expanding why. And I'm not discounting negative experiences during these times for certain people. Like, I know it's been tough. But on a more basic level, I feel like this, what these times should show us more than anything is that you kind of need to learn to be somewhat flexible when it comes to things like your happiness or like your, I don't know, you're just kind of inner peace to use the kind of hippie word. And by that, I mean, like, you've just got to work out what works for you. Like, how, how are you getting through these times? And just do that. As long as it's not really damaging, you know, do that. Whether that's watching trashy Netflix original rom-coms or like binging well, I won't say binging, but like reality, you know, like binge watching reality TV, not binge watching because you probably don't have time. Um, or like reading stupid books. You know, not everything we have to do is intellectual or so engaging. Who knows? Maybe it's like making stuff. I don't know. Just do it because why not? And doing most of those things is legal and we're trying to promote legal activity. <laughs> One more thing. I've been talking way too much. I've just... I'm losing it a bit today, but I do think it's just that thing of using the fact that work is the only legal legal thing that you can do to kind of make you see what it is you liked about your subject because you don't have all the distractions of uni life. So when you're actually doing your work, you're probably a bit more focused at times and try and use those times to really think about and enjoy the parts of your work that you do enjoy or enjoy the parts of your degree that you do enjoy because you'll enjoy at least something but then beyond that it's about talking to yourself and being like hey even if I really enjoy my degree it is absolutely not my life and just because you know I'm stuck here and I can't really seem to do anything particularly interesting um in terms of you know normal social life that doesn't mean that my degree then has to be my life you kind of just have to and that's the whole cutoff thing it's being like wait let's stop because this is not the be all and end all of my existence or my life or anything really <laughs> and i feel like on that note we should probably move on i mean basically the yeah the most you saw take away from this is try to set off cutoff points it's like i like for example if you know you don't work well after dinner just watch some netflix in the evening or read a book or whatever you do definitely with this whole like weird remote online term when nothing really has proper structure like I maybe have a few things set in stone and the rest I just need to manage I have really found like routine matters but maybe not in like the rigid sense like I've never been one to like plan each day to like the minute for example but I just think you know having waking up at the same time and going to bed at the same time that's probably a good place to start I'm not there yet but like it was funny last time actually after slash when I was recovering from having COVID um I I somehow managed to get into this like really healthy routine where I was just like sleeping by 11 up at 8 and I had never felt better and it was just really annoying because I started to realize why people are like to you oh like sleep matters and like waking up early is just like it it will increase your productivity and mood and I always used to be like yeah yeah okay whatever and then when it actually happened I just couldn't deny it but then I just lost that routine so we're trying to get it back now (laughs) and I think for me what I found it really does kind of go back to that routine point like I'm not strict strict with routine 
because I can't be. But one thing I do think is important is, for example, every day, um, it kind of varies somewhat, but I kind of have three zones of time. It could be maybe before lunch, after lunch, or more towards the evening, um, scheduling wise. But in one of those periods, I force myself to go for a walk. And that's a part of my daily routine. And that's kind of important just to have because it gets you out of the house. And if you start to associate, particularly for the majority of us who are at home, you you have probably started to associate your house with work now um, in the way you would probably your room or a library at Cambridge. So even just having that one period of time every day to go outside, that makes a massive difference. And I do think going outside is one of the most important things. And it also does make you more productive if you are worried about that. And like beyond that, it's that thing of just maybe having time cut off. So for example, if you get a regular wake up and bed bedtime established, and by bedtime, I just mean like being in bed, not necessarily like falling asleep. It's important that maybe you say, I don't know, I won't do any work past this time, you know, like to have a cutoff point. So that even if you haven't done as much as you wanted, it's kind of okay. It's like, no, that's my cutoff. And now I'm going to do something I enjoy. Because I think, you know what, we're young people. Everyone keeps talking about how we're missing out so much. The least you could do is give yourself a little bit of time to do something that you enjoy, whether that's calling your friends, whether that's knitting, whether that's watching a show. Like for me, um, now every night before I go to bed, I watch two episodes of Gilmore Girls because that's the show I've started um, at the moment and I'm quite deep into it. And kind of that's become part of my routine. And it's just having some sort of distinction because I'm not a STEM student. I don't really have as rigid a thing when it comes to like, oh, I have a lab, even though your labs don't sound real anymore. But <laughs> all my lectures are pre-recorded. <laughs> I could watch them whenever. So it's just like, saying these are my working hours. it's almost like office hours you know and obviously sometimes they have to be rejigged a bit because I'll have to do something like this you know like record the podcast or like whatever else I do in my t- with my time I can't even remember right now <laughs> but just having a general theme so this is my lunch time this is my dinner time this is the time I will go for a walk every day and you know oh I also am in this club where I do this thing so on that day this is what I'm doing and I think literally just having like a weekly thing weekly calendar style thing I have a planner I also have a calendar I also get reminders on my apple watch just because I'm useless and a bit time blind um, and I just make sure I know when everything is so that then you can like safely in advance be like yeah so you know on Tuesday evenings I'm gonna make time to do this thing whether that be right for the tab you know if any of our tab writers our fellow tab teammates are listening it's like well you know Tuesday evenings because that's how my week looks I have time to write for the tab that's fun or if you don't think that's like work-life balance, then maybe it's like, oh, well, Friday nights, I'm making time to call my household because I haven't seen them in a while. We actually did that with our household. We've got a weekly call set up. And I think that's just quite nice, something to check in, get the social contact going. But it is about having some kind of like self-discipline because you've got to remember, no one else is going to make you do anything, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, it's like you're stuck at home. You may as well try something. I mean, that's kind of like, it's it's a kind of theme that's been going for a year now. It's like we are stuck at home. Let's find a new hobby. It doesn't mean that you have to find one, but if you want to try something new, why the hell not? I feel like something I wanted to bring up was actually one of the questions I answered in this week's column, which was talking about FOMO. 
and this idea that you know there's this weird sense that because some people are at Cambridge and some are away that you know people are going to get closer without you and it's going to be awkward and your friendships might dissolve or whatever like not dissolve that's so dramatic you might drift from people that you were close with before or you know all, all that stuff just general fear of missing out but on like a another level in the sense of this fear that all your friends will get close without you or that people are going to forget about you um because I do think I mean I answered that quite harshly in the column in the sense that I was just like hey FOMO it's it's kind of a fact of life but you just need to get over it and it's not a reason to um you know have a massive identity crisis or absolutely you know let yourself and let your levels of anxiety reach like new depths um it's not as bad as you think it's one of those things that is kind of like self-reinforcing because the more you think oh my god everyone's getting closer the more you make that seem important and you kind of internalize it when actually you know at the core of it all even if they did if even if all your friends do start to get closer that's not necessarily a bad thing and it's kind of like that assumption that it's a bad thing is where where the problem comes from I don't know like I feel like that made sense to me but I just, I don't, th- I think we often like think about things with our current mindset and we're like, oh no, if these people I'm friends with in a group get closer when I'm not there, when I come back, one, they're not going to want to talk to me or like, two, it's going to be the worst thing ever because I'll have no friends. But it's actually like, wait, they might get closer and I could come back and it will be absolutely as normal and it will be fine. Or they might get closer and I'll realise I don't fit in with them anymore and actually that will then push you into talking to other people who will then turn out to be better friends. But kind of the the point that I have is that there's just so much uncertainty that you really just shouldn't think about that kind of stuff. And I know that's so much easier said than done, but it's, again, one of those things where you've got to be like, wait, does this matter? They all all like to overthink. Yeah, they all like to overthink. So just in that case, stop. And for example, uh, also it's kind of like, I mean... I kind of find it kind of comforting and not very at the same time, but you there's not much you can do about this in this situation, let's be honest. So in this case, kind of, it is kind of, as you said in the column, kind of best to kind of try to accept it and then see what happens. I mean, it, it, even if the rest of your friends get a bit closer while you are there, it doesn't mean they will want to stop being friends with you. It just means maybe they get a... They... And another one... If you've got a fear of missing out, but not on the actual kind of like in person life, but more just missing out on a bit of a social aspect, just annoy people. I mean, I'm saying it in a bit of exaggerated way, but do pop up, do send them a message. Because trust me, uh, I think most of people who are stuck at home, or even in uni, have a similar fear and also may not be messaging other people. So just like pop up to someone, they may be appreciating the chat. And I feel like just in general, one thing that I think is super useful if you are someone that struggles with FOMO is to just remind yourself that the reason you're having FOMO is because you're really romanticizing what's happening that you don't know about, like the place where you're not. But actually, that's not the reality. You're just actually romanticizing it in your head. Like we've all had situations where we've gone to like the club one night or we've gone to a party and like we thought it was going to be great. And then it's absolutely awful. And you're standing there and you're like, oh, my God, why am I here? 
And whilst you're in that position, there is potentially someone who is sitting at home thinking, oh, I wish I was at that party. Well, like having a major FOMO attack. And when you think of it like that, it just seems ridiculous, doesn't it? And I'm not saying that means every event you don't go to is going to be absolutely awful. So you should just not care. Yeah, you will probably miss out on some good moments. But that's life, you know, that's just life. It's kind of like one of those, everyone starts having mild identity crises in times like this or something like that. Like, for example, the one which uh, which everyone experiences is Freshers' Week. Because, to my knowledge, most of the people who meet in Freshers' Week may not end up talking, at, like, even in, in land of your first year or whatever. So it's kind of a similar thing. So, like, uh, friendship is always kind of like a two-way thing. And, like, there's no point kind of like worrying if you're going to miss out on people if they don't try to kind of remember that you exist. Plus, even for life, uh, like, you need to learn to overcome the FOMO, because, well, it's not gonna end here, it's, it's gonna stick, but sometimes you, you just literally can't do something because you've got work or you've got other commitments, or there's literally something that's stopping you from, like, joining someone or something. In that case, it's just, like, useful to learn to accept that maybe not this time, but it's not like everything's gonna end after this. Like that, there's there usually is more opportunities later on. So just all right. Let's just remember that Cambridge is pretty dead right now. Well, let's say at best maybe thirty percent of uh, student body is back. Don't quote me on the statistics, and we are not going into the return policy. But let's be honest. Like majority of people are not back. Majority of people are at home. So even if you go back, most of the aspects that you may remember as fun from Cambridge won't be happening anyway. And that's... Yeah, we are all living in our heads. And I'm not talking if you need to go back for whatever other reasons. Uh, feel free. But uh, but what I'm saying is, is, if it's just because you're worried that there is some sort of exciting life happening there, there probably isn't. Literally. And like, I just think beyond that, it's also like, well, you shouldn't assume they're going to get closer, for example, because I think sometimes we are our own worst enemy. No, you shouldn't assume that because all that it's a bad thing and that they'll forget you, you know? And the problem... No, I, I agree with you so much. I'm like, the problem with you, like, assuming that they're going to get closer and then that might mean that they won't talk to you and you know we all do it I do it. I'm not saying I'm perfect definitely not um, but the problem when you start thinking like that and you start to spiral is that what can happen is you then actually start to make sure that reality actually happens because you'll subconsciously not reach out to those people or you'll start being slightly off with them or you'll act in ways that actually kind of make your worst fear more likely to happen and yeah, I know, you can't just stop overthinking, but I think this is why stuff like mindfulness is useful. It's definitely something I need to get more into, but mindfulness is just about acknowledging that just because you have a thought, like, acknowledge your thought, accept it, but be like, wait, it doesn't have to define me, it doesn't have to define my actions, and it's not necessarily true. And it depends on kind of the level you're struggling with anxiety or overthinking, but even if you just think to yourself, like, whenever you start having a th those kind of thoughts, it's like, wait, stop. Can I, let me write down what I'm thinking. Let me read down what I've written down. Does this make sense to me? And normally just that process in itself, even just you getting it out, which I'm sure even in this person submitting that question of the column, they probably kind of reduce that fear a bit 
because it's kind of like the acceptance that it exists and then you they probably looked back on it when they read the column and were like ah you know w- what was i thinking thinking i back more than anything is just like most people are scared and like worried i mean me and xanthi spoke about this so much um in the last in last term in our episodes there was always this thing of like people being scared someone would think they were clinging or like they'd think this about them i honestly think the most liberating thing you can do is just be like if you want to message someone do it you know just straight up do it but in you messaging them what you need to accept within your own mind is that hey they might not respond the way i want them to respond they they might respond really negatively but you know either way long term i'm going to be okay you know and i think once you start to keep reinforcing that sort of thinking you'll just be so much happier and like you said with people at home no one's going to get angry at you for like just being like hey how are you like for those kind of you know friendships where i'd say you're not necessarily the most close but you maybe saw this person in a specific context all the time and now you're not seeing them at all i highly doubt they're going to get offended if you like sent them a meme or like were like hi it's we all want people to do that to us like i would love it if someone's like hey lila how are you doing today we all want people to care about us like i think once you stop denying that and you you really realize that you'd probably like that from someone you're probably more likely to do it it's a natural thing that's something you have to actually stop realizing is that wanting attention like particularly in our society we always like to be like oh they're such an attention seeker this that the other we are all attention seekers we all want attention you would not want when i'm talking to you right now i have your attention if i was if I, did, if I didn't need your attention, I could just speak to my wall, you know? I want to, I want to be acknowledged. And that's why I have a podcast. No, I'm joking. Uh, am I? Perhaps. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. As long as you manage it. Yes, I just... See, this is my tactic for making friends is the podcast. So what I'm telling you to do is actually to make... No, I'm not. What I'm saying is, don't be afraid of rejection. <laughs> Everyone start a podcast. Let's all make podcasts. Let's just make a massive podcast where we just talk to each other. Oh, actually, this is like a social club now. <laughs> Blind dates for friends. Oh, dear. That went... My train of thought just really... Um, don't know how to describe that. It, it did something. It did something. <laughs> I like to kind of look at this, like, as you said, existentialism, but from a more positive point. It, it yeah, it's kind of like, nothing matters, so why the hell not? <laughs> from that respect, if you know what I mean. And I feel like, in just in broader terms, because obviously this current situation is so challenging to things like mental health, with things like FOMO, it's just an example of where it really shows you that the worst thing you can do is try and think about all the things you can't control. Like, that's really bad in general and, like, super anxiety-inducing. But when we're living through these times, when literally, especially with our government, I'm not going to get political, but, you know, let's just say that the circumstances do seem to... And rules, they change pretty rapidly. And there's a lot of, like, yo-yoing, which isn't very good for anyone's mental health. And as an individual on a very basic level as an individual we're so like not in control of that especially students in general we've we're really not in control of what's been happening at the moment so the best thing that we can do is just like accept that and embrace it be like we're not in control okay 
and that's fine. But then try and just look at the things you can control and we'll come full circle here, like your daily routine. And once you start focusing on those things and acknowledging the things you actually have control over in your life and that as much as the world is crazy, there is still something, like, you're not powerless. There are things you can do. I think that's kind of much more positive, productive thinking. I hate using the word productive. That's, like, just much more healthy thinking, you know? Well, I feel like that's been a very good discussion. We've had, we had a few um, moments there from Glenn's dog, who clearly wants to be a guest on the podcast with me. <laughs> but no, I feel like that's all for this episode. Next episode is going to be in two weeks time. It's probably almost certainly going to be on dating, you know, Valentine's Day coming up and all. Have you got dates? I don't. Um, <laughs> and yeah, welcome to the club um can't wait to discuss that dating it's a classic on this podcast especially in these you know uncertain times but other than that make sure you check out the weekly column make sure you keep submitting questions so that you can get this you know top quality advice and most of all make sure you listen to every single episode of the podcast i take time out of my day to do this (laughs) anyway thank you glab it's been a great episode yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. It's kind of been our own form of therapy, but also I I hope that this advice has been helpful because what a term it's been. I've needed people to talk to. So if you didn't have anyone to talk to, or if you still don't feel like you have someone to talk to, we will talk to you in our best way we can, I think. I hope there's a positive impact from this. I hope it's not just narcissism. <laughs> I guess that's all for now. Um, read the column, mm-hmm. send in questions, and listen to the podcast if you haven't listened to other episodes. Yeah. Yeah.